You are listening to the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show, all about real estate edition. Shining a light on the movers and shakers in the real estate industry. The home builders, developers, realtors, and suppliers making it all happen. And now, here are today's hosts. Good morning and welcome back to the All About Real Estate Edition. I am your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my co-host and friend, Carol Morgan. Good morning, Carol. It's going to be a really cool conversation. Before we kick things off, however, let's thank our sponsor, New American Funding for being the sponsor of our 2020 show series, our ninth year on the air. It's going to be a great year with them as a partner. All right. We've had a cool pre-show conversation with our next guest. Uh, going to be a, a neat conversation. Let's get to it. Carol, lead us off. Well, this is indeed going to be a very special conversation because today is our guest's birthday. Oh. So I want to welcome to the show and say happy birthday to Chris Lawmer Giddens, who is the principal of LG Squared. Welcome, Chris. Thank you very much to you both, and thank you two times for the birthday wishes and for having me. Well, Absolutely. Good. Great to have you. Happy birthday. I appreciate you joining us on your birthday. Uh, that's, that's commitment, Carol, I have to tell you right there. So, Chris, lead us off. Before we get into all the cool things happening with LG Square, take a quick few seconds. Tell us a bit about you and your background. Yeah, I guess it started kind of back in kindergarten. I actually told my kindergarten teacher I wanted to be an architect, and I pursued that wholeheartedly. And in fifth grade, I went off to look at colleges. And I was surprisingly looking back, I was surprisingly dedicated to do that. So my stepdad is a builder. So I worked with him and built a few homes with him. He got me interested in alternative building materials. He introduced me to earth ships, which are homes built out of recycled tires packed with dirt. And they used aluminum cans for the walls and you know, packed it all with adobe. And that was a very interesting experience there. And he explored a lot of different materials. And then he also introduced me to the belts and suspenders approach that we maintain now in our both our design and construction. So anything that could be done two different ways, we did them both from the foundation all the way to the roof. And that was grilled into us as children. And then, of course, on the job site. So i then went off to college, got my architecture degrees. I got a bachelor's of environmental design with a focus on architecture at University of Colorado Boulder, and then a master's in architecture at University of Colorado Denver. Got a historic preservation certificate from University of Hawaii at Manoa, and then started my career from 2000 till about 2009. I was in a variety of commercial and multifamily and high-end restaurants design firms, and then the economy tanked, did its thing. And then I found a company locally here that specialized in building science training, building and HVAC design, and a lot of the high-performance building science, green building industry, which was becoming a, a result of the stimulus package. Those That niche was picking up. So I worked with that company. It was just me and the owner for a couple of years, I designed one high-performance home there. And then I joined LG Squared, which is my wife's company, Jody, in 2010. And I've been there focused on high-performance and doing consulting for other architects, builders, and that sort of thing ever since. And we've just been building that company now. And that's just the two of us. Well, 
since you've started in that direction, tell us a little bit yeah. more about LG Squared and you know what types of projects you do and how you all work together from the design build perspective and all of that. Yeah, Jody comes from a very entrepreneurial family. And in 2006, she started LG Squared in Tampa, Florida. She had been doing some residential work with some firms and decided that the market was right and people were looking for architects to do single family additions and new construction. And so she started a company there in our house and that was going strong until 2008. And then when we moved to Atlanta, she had to find other work because there wasn't anything going on up here. We didn't know anybody. And then about 2010, that's when I joined the company. And from 2006 up until she moved to Atlanta, it was all that single family kind of new traditional with the sort of the style of it. There wasn't anything necessarily high performance about it at the time, but it was beautiful work. And that's really what a lot of people look at. It's just the beauty of architecture. And so we still maintain all of that. So in 2010, with all that, with that being a thing, this high performance and green building and all that, we brought that to LG Squared when I joined and that became our niche. And so since 2010, we've designed and built a handful of homes, including one called the Proud Green Home. It got a lot of attention back in the day. We've done some off-grid projects and we have become known for this high-performance product. A lot of people think they want it and then they get into it and realize, you know, sometimes it's the cost, but that's been our niche and we stick to it, but we can also provide not so high performance, just better built homes that people are comfortable and healthy and saving money and energy. Well, let's talk more about high-performance homes. I mean, Carol and I have been doing this show for nine years, and I can assure you when we first started, we weren't talking about high-performance homes. So it's been fun to see the market evolve over this time, and people are now beginning to expect these kinds of builds. So talk to us about what it is and what makes it different than, say, your traditional build. Yeah, so there's craftsmanship in the design and construction of a home that most people are familiar with. You know, the trim the way things are put together and everything that you see and touch, people see that as craftsmanship. And the real craftsmanship goes past the skin of the building, which is what you see. You know, the the structure, the layers that protect the building from air, water, and moisture, and heat, and cold temperatures. So high performance really there are kind of levels of it. It's a generic term that's it's sort of taking over for green building, I think. A lot of people are using high performance now. They, they want that more than they want green. High performance can happen without being certified. It's just a better way to design and build a home that makes it durable, last a lot longer than a typical home. A typical home might last 20 to 50 years before it needs to be updated or you might start to see the maintenance issues after about 10 years, replacing the siding, replacing the roof. We, our approach is to build something that one lasts a really long time. It's low maintenance for a very long time, much longer than traditional. And of course it performs and that starts with the building envelope. And that's trying to keep the building airtight, keep it well insulated, and also making sure that there is fresh air replacing any bad air that's in the home so that the occupants are healthy and comfortable. And then at the same time, saving energy by not needing as much heating and cooling, using efficient equipment, appliances, that sort of thing to couple with a high performance or an efficient building enclosure. 
just seems like more and more people are focused on the energy efficiency, you know, part of the home, even if they don't really know that it's high performance or what that means. And I guess along those lines, I'm hearing more and more and more about solar panels. So tell us a little bit about how you're incorporating solar panels into the homes that you design. Yeah. Okay. So the performance of the home dictates how much solar power you would need. So what we like to advise our clients is let's live in the house for two, one to two years first, because again, focusing on the building enclosure and making it do all of the work, making it do the performance rather than let's build any old house and put solar panels. The investment is greater to try to supplement the power with solar when you don't pay attention to that building enclosure. So our first step is before we even talk or think about solar power and how many we're going to need and how how big the system is, let's put our effort, time, and money into this building enclosure, make sure that it's using as little energy as possible to begin with. Then you move into it. Let's throw maybe $500 to $1,000 into energy monitoring. And we monitor how much energy you consume over the first one to two years. And at the end of that, you give that information to a company who can install your solar power. And they'll say, okay, you use this much energy per year. How much of that do you want to go away? What do you want your energy consumption to be or your energy bill to be? And then they can say, okay, well, here's what a system would be to cover that cost. But the homes are always pre-wired for enough solar to basically get the house to net zero. If the owners want to be off-grid someday, it's pre-wired and and set up for that as well. But we're always going to say the best way to do it is live in it for the first, you know, before you install it. But if they insist on it, then it becomes, you know, assuming how they're going to live, assuming how much power they're going to use, which can come back to bite you if you went too short or too much, then you paid too much for it. And you're like, oh, I've got all this extra power and I didn't need it. That's why we think, okay, just go with one or two years and then then you'll know exactly how much you need. Yeah, that's a great way to think of it. I have, I have a friend who just got solar and his home is very, very old. So I imagine it's not very tight. So that's that's probably an interesting challenge. But solar is so exciting. I mean, I, it's fun to see how this is evolving and it's trending to be less expensive to do it. And I mean, I think there's some states now where builders are mandated to include panels. I mean, so I don't think we're far from this being very, very common. You know, talk to me about off-grid homes. I mean, what are those? I mean, what's the challenges in designing them? So if I could ask you a question, one or both of you, what do you consider off-grid? What is the grid to you? I don't want to be reliant on local power or water okay, or food. or Carol, do you agree with that? Yeah, I'm good with that. Um, Yeah, I guess definitely power would be, would not want to be reliant on local power if I was off grid. Maybe I would be wanting to feed the grid. Right, right. Yeah, that is part of it. So you had said also food and water, which is exactly what I was, where I'm going with it. It's that you, to be off grid, it's to be completely self-sufficient, right? So for example, the project we did in North Carolina, which is completely off-grid, it does have battery backup. We designed a water system that the main source is the well that uses a hydraulic pump to pump water to two 3,000-gallon tanks. 
And that pump does not use power. It just uses the pressure of the water. And it forces that water to be 6,000 to 6,000 gallons of water stored up on a hill that's 143 feet above the highest water, water fixture so that it has that 60 PSI, which is what you, the maximum you really want in a home. So, you know, you calculate exactly that height and how much water you're going to use. And that system is backed up by the well, it's the uh, spring. Did I say, well, I'm sorry, this is a spring system. So the spring then also ties directly into the water system, into the home. So that's the second one. And then you have a third one, which is the well. The well will fill up those 6,000, those two, 3,000 gallon tanks. And then the third backup, the fourth system is the well directly into the home. So you've got that, and then they have a permaculture farm, which of course is what they use to grow fruits and vegetables, and they may eventually have livestock, chickens, goats. And the idea is to provide a completely off-grid living that be self-sufficient and also have it be a home that feels, that acts like, and performs like, and looks like any other home on the market. Because I think if you're designing it as an architect and a builder, if you're designing and building it, the off-grid client usually develops their own property. Most of the off-grid properties out there, it's all DIY. They're all doing it themselves. So when you come to someone to design it, they're going to be a little more practical and they're going to say, I want a thermostat or something that says, if I want it 74 degrees in here, I want to push a button and have it be that way. I don't necessarily want to go outside and get the firewood and bring it in every time I want heat in here. Having it be as close to a normal home, having it feel like that is one of the challenges. Windows and shading, you know, a normal house, everybody loves lots of light. But if you want to conserve energy, you've got windows, you need shading in the summer, and you want to have those windows also work for passive heating. And then predicting occupant behavior is difficult to know because if you're, again, back to the solar panel thing, if you're trying to predict how much energy they're going to use, we need to know how many showers are you going to take and how much cooking are you going to do? All of that has to be estimated in the beginning. So we have to work back and forth with the owner. They're going to say this, and we're going to recommend going a little bit more just to make sure there's enough power there. Siting of the buildings is a huge challenge there to make sure that you have enough that you maximize solar gain or the the solar exposure so you get your off-grid system charged up for as long as you can. A single twig from a tree can reduce the power consumption of a portion of your solar system. So you have these banks of solar panels. And if you have one twig casting a shadow on one panel, say there's five panels in the bank, that whole bank can reduce its consumption by a significant percentage. So you have to site the home so you know what the sun is going to do throughout the year and throughout each day. Are you ready to own a home, but don't know where to start? Speak to a local expert at New American Funding. Get pre-qualified and start looking for your dream home. They make home buying easy and convenient with a variety of home loan options. New American Funding is devoted to helping families finance their home because they want everyone to achieve the American dream, home ownership. New American Funding's technology is what sets them apart 
Whether connecting with your home loan professional in person, online, or through the app, they are there to answer any questions. Call today to get pre-qualified. For more information, call 678-898-3540. That's 678-898-3540. Wow, it's pretty detailed and intricate when you get into you know that level of being off the grid and knowing you know really where to start and what all's involved and and I guess that's really my next question. So you know if there's anyone listening who's interested in building a sustainable home or I guess one that's going to be completely off the grid, what's the best way for them to get started? The first thing to do, we like to ask to have have you define your goals, you know, whether it's sustainability, off-grid, high performance, define your goals and expectations to bring to the table. Because without that, where you're developing, you spend more time with someone to guide you through that. And that's okay too. I mean, if you don't know everything that's out there, what the what's available, you might need advice there. And take that list all of what you're expecting, what your goals are, and bring and hire an expert because the experts are doing this every single day. They know what's available. They know how it works. They listen. That's one of the big things we do is we just listen to our clients and say, tell us how you live your life. Tell us how you want to live your life in this home. What are your expectations? What are your goals? And we take that and say, okay, You said you want this super tight home. Well, why do you want a super tight home? Why do you want to save energy? And so it's not just, hey, we want a high performance with solar panels. And then we say, we've got it. Here, here it is. We find out why the homeowner is interested in that. That's what an expert does. Then understanding the value, that is probably the biggest part of the research that we can ask anyone to do is to understand the value of a high-performance home as opposed to the cost of a high-performance home, or however you want to call the home, sustainable, high-performance, or off-grid, and understand that that value is what you're investing in, and know that going into it, because when when the cost realizations happen, when we you get your first estimate from the builder, when we do our, we do preliminary cost estimates during design, and we'll say, okay, here's what we think this is going to cost. We'll understand what that value is. And that's what part of our job as the, as the designer and builder is to explain that to them and say, this is what, this is what you're going to, you're going to be healthier in this home than you've been in any other home. You may be able to spend less time or less money on your health care and you'll feel happier, healthier in this home. That's the value. That's what they're really ultimately for. And it's going to be beautiful, of course, because you're having it designed by an architect on top of that. And be prepared to have an increased budget. So if the demand for electric cars is not enough to where it's they cost the same as a comparable gasoline-powered car. So when the demand is great enough, those cars start to be comparable in price. Well, a high-performance, sustainable, off-grid home is not going to cost the same as a code-built home of the same size in every and all aspects. So be prepared for more, at least now, until the demand is greater. And eventually, we're getting it. The demand is going up, but it's going to take a long time because 
we tend to work a little slower here in the United States, whereas Europe is miles ahead of us in terms of home performance. Their requirement in Germany and in other countries is passive house. That's like their minimum allowable home. Whereas here, passive house is an option very few people elect to do because the demand isn't there and the cost is so high here because it's just not demanding it. So have your goals and expectations laid out, hire an expert, understand value as opposed to cost, and be prepared for an increased budget if you are trying to get something more than just a code-built home. Mm, Good stuff. Thank you for going through that. I think as we record this, we're all homebound by the COVID-19. So I I suspect people are beginning to think about, I should be investing a little bit more in my abode where I'm going to be spending more and more time. Good stuff. Well, Chris, we are really behind schedule and out of time. So before we let you go, should anyone need to connect with you or learn more about LG Squared, where do they go? LGSquaredInc.com is our website and our Facebook is LG Squared, facebook.com forward slash LG squared. Our phone number is 404-961-0610. Chris Lomer-Giddens, a principal with LG Squared. Chris, great pleasure to have you. Thanks for giving us so much time. Thank you both for the opportunity. Oh, and by the way, happy birthday again. <laughs> All right. uh, thank you both. Okay, that wraps, that wraps this week's All About Real Estate Edition. On behalf of our show sponsor, New American Funding, my co-host, Carol Morgan, I am Todd Schnick. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you for listening, and we'll look forward to seeing you again right here tomorrow. We'll see you then. Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio is sponsored by New American Funding and made possible by Denim Marketing, the publisher of Atlanta Real Estate Forum, Atlanta's favorite source for real estate and home building news. Denim Marketing is a comfortable fit, like your favorite pair of jeans. Denim Marketing tailors marketing strategies to meet your specific needs and niche. Try them on for size. They will work to create a perfect fit for your company's marketing program. Call them at 770-383-3360 or send an email to info at denimmarketing.com. For more information on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio or to inquire about being a guest, contact info at atlantarealestateforum.com. Check out the radio show by visiting atlantarealestateforum.com or by listening to the show on your favorite podcast app. And if you enjoyed today's broadcast, we'd sure appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio.